Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right, just one second. I don't know what happened there. Look, my, my stuff got all messed up here. I see it all going out through a secondary channel. So, welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. My name is Josh, that's Roxy. Uh, this is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy. Let's see if we got audio now. Everything is reading good on the back end. No, no, no sound here, huh? Mm. All right. Can you guys can you guys hear me now? How about that? In global conspiracy. Let's see if we got- oh, Roxy. Okay, Roxy proved me. We can hear me. I got okay. auto. <laughs> All right. I don't know what was going on with the uh, the audio there. I heard it loud and clear. Um, I'm actually trying to play around with this stuff. It was weird. It was coming. Oh, I see what it was doing. All right. Well, anyways, that was a weird configuration to the start of all of this. But, hey, <laughs> it happens. Um, what I was playing there, I was playing uh, God, We Need You Now by Struggle Jennings and Caitlin Curtis. Uh, just no sound on the song. Okay, that's just odd. It was, it was weird because it was playing on a different channel that I have set up here. And yeah, it's still playing on that same channel. I don't know why. That that is completely odd and weird. Okay. Well, I no updates or anything like that. But hey, listen, let's just rock and roll. Let's do this. Let's do the show because that's what this is all about. It's not about whether we're uh, we're playing the right music. I'll play that song a different day. And look at that. I got my titles. One day without Vince, and I'm all over the place. Right? I don't know what I'm doing. No, I know what I'm doing. All right, sorry about that. The titles were all messed up. We'll have to update those later. We're still got the Patriot Party podcast. I guess we're streaming as them today. But uh, yeah, welcome to Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And uh, this is where we unfold the global conspiracy. And a conspiracy it absolutely is. Roxy was like texting me before. She's like, have you heard this? Have you heard this? I'm like, I must have been out of the news circuit today, Roxy. Why don't you join me? So we got Roxy with us tonight. We the people. We will resist. Oh. We are pissed. Oh, I thought it said we are. We pissed off. Yeah, that, was, that was a gift for uh, Christmas. From there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Roxy, you know, I, I, I like having different hosts and so forth on this show and different people, especially from the platform, because you you always get to hear a different perspective or view on what's happening in the world. Yep. And right now we have um, a, a very tumultuous time occurring within the United States of America and globally with everything that is unraveling. Now, one of my thoughts are, wh- what do you think and feel is going on? And don't don't give me my perspective. I want to know your perspective. I always have a perspective. Um, what do I feel? What's going on with which issue or just overall? Uh, Which one? Why do you start here in the United States and kind of go on over? Um, I've always said, I keep telling my husband, because he goes, he's an idiot, meaning Biden. Mm-hmm. He's, he calls them all idiots. I said, no, they're not idiots. You don't understand. This is strategic. They're doing these things on purpose. I wholeheartedly believe that it's all being done on purpose to collapse the economy. Because if you don't collapse our economy, we are still strong. 
The people mm -hmm. remain strong. Once you collapse the economy, you get the food supply, energy, all the things that they're doing, the, the pollution, all, all the different things that they're doing, confusing people, then people are suffering. Mm -hmm. Once people are suffering, then they turn back into their own families and they worry about taking care of their own. And they aren't looking at the bigger picture because they're more concerned about feeding their family, making sure everybody's warm or, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're worried about their retirement accounts, what's going on with the stock market. Once you weaken us and people turn back in, then you're not watching what the politicians are doing. And then if even for people like us that are paying attention to what the politicians are doing, then you got the balloons and you got shootings and you got other things to distract you. They're doing whatever they can. The thing is, they're expending all their ammunition. They're throwing everything at us all at once. So either it's working or they're scared. And I'm not sure which it is. But the fact that we're seeing it all over the world, too, happening. Right. I, I don't know if it's good or bad. But it's like, I will say, I agree with you on the fact that once we hit the pinnacle... And we're at the point where everything is just a complete and utter shit show. It's all up for grabs. And it can go either way. And that's where my hope lies. Because it's not going to stop until it is an absolute shit show everywhere. And then the global elite, the, the people with all the money, the people we've never heard of, we don't even know their names. Those are the people that are going to either win or they're going to lose. So so let me ask you this, though. So we have this systematic, calculated mm -hmm. destruction of our country, country mm -hmm. that you and I both grew up in. You are you're a little bit younger than me. No, no, you're a little bit. Right. You have a few you have a few years on me. So you you, you have a, a very unique perspective. I mean, you were raised by baby boomers. You grew up mm -hmm. in the heart of the Cold War, the 70s and the 80s. Yep. Um, this wouldn't have been tolerated even back then. No, Th this type of government not. would not have been tolerated even the eighties. If the if the government was doing this type of stuff, ignoring, blatantly ignoring the people, mm -hmm. th this just would not. Have, you you would have seen seen people millions upon millions armed wash, marching on oh. Washington D.C. I was at the end. I was ten years old, and that was the end of the Carter administration, and people were pissed. There were lines at the gas station. I remember it. I mean, we had the whole, you know, the, that was the Cold War. That was before Reagan. That was people were not going to put up with that shit. So it, you're right. It It's a very different time than it was then. Mm -hmm. And I think even though we have this rapid exchange of information, that rapid exchange of information is being manipulated and used against us. Because back then, even though you only had CBS, ABC, NBC as your news sources and your local newspaper and if people got the Wall Street Journal, you knew stuff that was going on, but you weren't as manipulated with propaganda as you are now. Even though we have the internet and we can go seek it out, people are lazy and they are not seeking out that information and they are far more manipulated by what's going on and by the liberal propaganda or the, whether you want to call it the liberal propaganda, mainstream media, 
whatever you want to call it, far more. It wouldn't have been tolerated back then because you did not have that. Right. So where do you think this is heading right now in the United States of America? Because we are seeing um, almost like a staging event. If, if I was a, a, a man of strategy and methodology and I looked at what's happening in the country right now, um, I, I can run through it. We have uh, over 150 plus food processing manufacturing facilities that caught on fire. We had over 25 oil and natural gas facilities that just blew up. We've had power outages at major airports, the House of Congress, uh, attacks on our energy grid. We had the big blackout in Texas. Um, we've had uh, Dole Food Processing just had a cyber attack done on them. We've had uh, the, the kill off of livestock. We've had the chicken shortages with the feed being manipulated. Um, and then the, the, egg, the egg facility that burned down burned to the ground. Down. Um, the avian bird flu, killing all the birds. We know back in during the COVID days, they were going through and uh, vaccinating all yep. the, the chickens and various different livestock for COVID, which they're all freaking immune to it, which is yep. kind of funny. Um, that we've all seen this be this stage being set. Now we have East Palestine. Um, we've had four other derailments right after and during that time, one in Louisiana before that, and then North Carolina, Texas. Um, and then the Florida medley plant. Then we had in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, we had a steel, a steel manufacturing plant blow up. We've had a few other major fires since that at other processing manufacturing plants. And then we had this video the other day of the mile, miles of long of trains, of tankers, of hazardous materials parked outside of farmland right next to a water source in Northern California. Now the farmer said, this is odd. This is weird. We've never seen this before. And so I put out a call and I said, Hey, is anybody else seeing this? And Vince is like, well, yeah, I got one like right down by my house. Same thing. They're just parked there. And then today, Luke, uh, one of my buddies, Lucas sent me a video from Colorado showing me the same thing. Miles long of tanker cars parked right next to the Colorado river, right next to farmland. And I'm curious who else is seeing this, because to me, this is a recipe for disaster. And it's going to have a lot to do with what I think is coming next. And they got to remember, they're systematically targeting various parts of the domains of supply chain and infrastructure. And they're doing it slowly so people don't notice. And right. Yeah. Inflation at the same fast, time. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. If you, if you do it quickly, people are going to, you know, like all at once, people are going to be like, what the hell? That's, I mean, it's going to be noticeable. It's just like the immigrants on the, uh, the illegal immigrants coming across the border. Now we're getting them from the north. Mm -hmm. First, you just got them from Mexico, and it was just South Americans. Now it's Haitians, Africans, uh, Middle Eastern. It's, it's everywhere. They're boating up Chinese. They're flying them over. So you do things like this little by little because then you think people aren't noticing. Where we're noticing... Mm -hmm. but the other half of the country isn't you know you got 50 50 here i feel like half of the people are, go are screaming and yelling the other half are going doo, 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 i don't know well i i think that the doo, 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 i don't know is is because a lot of the fact that people are dealing with a lot people are dealing well, with yeah. no money living paycheck to paycheck wondering how they're going to pay their rent their mortgage 
their bills. Um, electric bills are massively high. And this is funny, too, because it goes back to Klaus Schwab's, you will allow nothing in like it. And, and here's the thing. People are like, well, but I still have land ownership. I can still buy a house. Yeah, but guess what? Once you have to start paying for the utilities, the maintenance, and, and so forth on that land or on those that house and that property, and when you're paying 8% interest rate on a 30-year mortgage and a typical mortgage, is, mortgage that's $1,600 at 3% is costing you $4,500, and there's no end in sight, and then your electric bill comes in at $1,000 a month, and your food bill is another $1,500 a month, that's unsustainable for just about every American family. When six-figure earners in the United States of America are are now living paycheck to paycheck and have depleted their savings. This is the biggest distraction that's occurring in this country. This is why Pete Boudet Edge or whatever the hell his Boudet name is. I call him. Boudet Egg. <laughs> this is why he doesn't care to go to East Palestine and only showed up for a few hours. This is why Joe Biden goes to Ukraine and says, we're going to pay your pensions. You guys need a little change in your pocket. And, you know, the last time I heard change from a president, we all got fucked. And, you know, now we're hearing it again, and, and this isn't good. So there's a lot of things happening. Now, I'm going to go over what I think's coming next. Okay. Before you go over what you think's but coming I, yeah, next. Go ahead. I want you to. Let ahead. me tell you something. When I bought my first house, it was in 1990. An interest rate that I got on that house was 12.6%. Oh, God bless your heart. <laughs> but. Guess how much my first house was? It was a three-bedroom Cape Cod on a little village lot, nothing major. It was sixty-one thousand mm-hmm. dollars. There's the difference. There is a huge difference between what we're seeing now at eight point nine percent interest, and you can't buy a decent house for a hundred thousand dollars anywhere. No. Now, if you wanted to pay maybe. 150 175 in milwaukee you could get one but who the hell would want to live in that neighborhood plus the cities are charging you they're raping you in taxes so people don't have a choice anymore so just to give you a comparison of back then you had some high interest rates but you had lower price house lower prices for the houses so now you're just getting screwed coming and going and that's the difference so i agree and financially, they're going to ruin us. And that's why they're hyperinflating the dollar by radicalized spending, because that increases inflation. The price of goods and services goes up. The price of goods and services go up. So does energy and commodity costs. Energy and commodity costs means that you can no longer afford your house. And people have been saying this for the last two years. They said people aren't going to be people might be able to get into a loan and mortgage, but they're not going to be able to pay the, uh, pay the maintenance fees on the house. And to own a house is expensive. I'm renting. For my first time in over a decade, I'm renting. And it's not because I can't afford a house. I don't want to afford a house right now. I can afford the house. I don't want to. I'd rather have all this stuff taken care of by the the people who own the house, and I can just pay them some money a month. If I need maintenance, I just call them. it's, It's beautiful. But so... What I've laid out here is what I call the Firestorm event for anybody out there. And there's one key component on this that has been ignored, that people haven't been paying attention to. Don Maga actually mentioned it a little while ago. Watch the water. Now, this is where I'm going to go with this. All right. Um, 
the Colorado River. I lived in Colorado. The Colorado River is drying up, and they, they'll put this attri- attribution to it that um, they they I forgot how many gallons it is per year. The Colorado River are utilized by California, Utah, Arizona, Colorado, um, but it's it's less than seven percent of the actual annual usage is used for bathing, washing cars, your irrigation, or uh, um, for residential use, home use, drinking water, that type of stuff. Another 8% comes in for irrigation. Okay, that's only 15%. They say the other 87% goes in for feeding livestock and farmland and irrigation, all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. this is like, you know, watering crops and plants. I completely disagree with this because they're hiding information here. I know from first-hand account, a philanthropic philanthropic organization, philanthropic, yeah, philanthropic organization that gets government grants to save the Colorado River. I'm not going to mention any names here, but everybody shops at their big stores. Okay? You buy almost everything there. And it's not Amazon. And it doesn't have a target on it. So this, this family, they get millions of dollars in grants each year to save the Colorado River. Well, they also, their, their philanthropies, own companies at the other end of the river that take the water, bottle it up, and ship it to Saudi Arabia and UAE. Yep. Okay? If you remember this last summer, we had uh, all over Utah, the salt, Great Salt Lake dried up. We have lakes and rivers drying up all over the world. Now go to East Palestine. Underneath East Palestine are hundreds of miles of water aquifers, natural aquifers, okay? This provides drinking water, potable water, irrigation water to millions upon millions of people. Then you have the Ohio River, okay? How about this? Did you ever buy that spring water at the store? Where do you think that comes from? It comes from natural aquifers. So I think that East Palestine was multifaceted. If you're going to do something at that extent, you're going to make sure that it has impacts along a broad range of different things, right? Yep. So for people who didn't know, is uh, just a few weeks ago, just a week ago, they found uh, a pipe bomb right next to the railroad tracks behind a church in Pennsylvania. Yes, they did. Um, they just found about two miles away from East Palestine. I don't know if anybody knew this. They found blasting caps on the railroad tracks. Mm. Okay. Blasting caps are basically the, the electronic trigger that are utilized for dynamite or various different types of explosives. We've all seen that video that came out today of a few 20 miles away where the, the rail, the, the uh, axle was broken and sparking and the monitors didn't pick it up. It's interesting because I talked about this last week. And I shared the video of the other monitor that didn't pick it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. My thoughts are, is that the train ran over one of these pipe bombs that was remotely detonated, blew the axle out and crashed in East Palestine. But the train should have crashed way before East Palestine. So okay. it could have crashed anywhere along that line and it doesn't matter right. because that track right there is owned by Cincinnati Southern Railroad. Cincinnati Southern Railroad owns those tracks and acres of land to the left and the right of it. Okay? Yeah, they do. This is really important. 
Aquifers go right under that land. The Ohio River runs almost parallel with it. Okay? Okay. So, number one thing is we have the poisoning of the water. Because this is the next crisis that we're about to enter into this summer is water wars. Mark my words. This spring and summer, we are entering into water wars. Water is going to skyrocket in price. It is going to become a rare, scarce commodity. The access to clean water, it's coming. I'm telling you. Stop saying it now. Okay? Yep. Secondly, there's more going on than meets the eye with all this. I'm going to take people through this because I was talking about corporate corporate sabotage originally with East Palestine. Remember this? Yes. Yep. So I, I couldn't get this out of my head. Corporate sabotage. Corporate sabotage. That this has to be corporate sabotage. That, that there's just... There, there's something going on here that doesn't make sense and we have to have there, there has to be because look, I'm going to share this article right here Norfolk Southern to benefit from CSR buyout here's how, this is November 23rd 2022, who's CSR this is Cincinnati Southern Railroad, okay <clears throat> Yep. now, Norfolk Southern Railroad Company has inked a deal to purchase the assets of Cincinnati Southern Railroad for nearly $1.62 billion in cash. Norfolk Southern plans to fund the deal through a combination of internal and external sources subject to certain conditions, which include approval by voters of Cincinnati and the U.S. Surface Transportation Board. A deal is anticipated to be completed the first half of 2024. CSR is almost 337-mile railroad, which runs from Cincinnati, Ohio, to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Currently, CSR is owned by the city of Cincinnati and operated by Cincinnati, New Orleans, and Texas Pacific Railroad Company, wholly owned subsidiary of Norfolk uh, Southern Railroad. They have a lease expiring in 2026. Now, they just went into extend the lease to 2051, but instead decided to buy the land instead for $1.62 billion. Now, Cincinnati pays about $25 million a month um, to, to basically have that land. So they pay about $25 million a month. Now, Norfolk Southern is going to profit roughly $1.3 billion, profit $1.3 billion a year off of this 337 million mile long stretch of railroad, okay? That's a lot of money, a lot of profit each year, okay? Here's the thing. If they lost the contract, if they didn't get to buy it and they lost that lease... They will lose approximately $2 billion a year in profit. That's massive. Of course. Now, now who would want to buy that land? I mean, all it is is old coal mines. Did you guys know that? That one of the biggest exports for that whole area that runs on that 337-mile streck is coal mines. I mean, black gold, right? Black gold. Isn't that interesting? Let me uh, let me pull this up here real quick. This is from the Mines of Ohio. This is the government of Ohio. This is East Palestine. Okay. Basically, the railroad tracks run right down this way right here. Okay. See, so Ohio-Pennsylvania Railroad. This is another one. But what we have is we have mines all over the place. Well, a lot of the land that those mines are on is owned by that railroad company. Well, isn't that interesting? And all through that railroad trek going down south is coal mines. 
Now, mm-hmm. coal mines, or, you know, a lot of them are old coal mines that uh, don't have much new to them, right? Well, what are one of the byproducts of coal production or one of the most abundant things that they find within coal mines? Do, do you know, Roxy? Why do I know I've heard this, but now I can't remember. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, it, it's called iron sulf- sulfite. Okay? Oh, okay. Now, now, this one I didn't know. Now, iron sulfite, as well as... Okay, so there's iron sulfite. There's rare earth minerals. Neodymium. There's uh, cobalt. Tons of stuff. Right. All the stuff found in coal mines that's still there is rare earth minerals and rare earth metals. Including iron sulfite, which, by the way, is used in the production of iron batteries. Now, iron batteries is a new type of thing. Now, I want you guys to zoom in here a little bit. This is East Palestine up here, okay? Right there, that's East Palestine. Just an hour south in West Virginia is a town called Weirton, right here. Right on the, see the Ohio River flows right through, and you get the railroad track that flows right through all over here, too. Now, why does that matter? Well, this is why it's going to matter. The river's right next to it. Yep. Let me, let me play this video for you. Hold on. I want, audio is not playing on this one. Let me, let me see. I can change the audio real quick. I got it. Um, there it is. Okay. And solar powered generation is expanding. But one challenge we face is how to store that energy when the sun isn't shining or the wind isn't blowing. Here are three innovative companies searching for breakthroughs to solve this challenge. For the first time ever, renewable power is cheaper than fossil intensive fuel sources. I mean, that's a remarkable statement. Malta's mission is to enable the supply of reliable, resilient and affordable electricity anywhere in the world. And we're doing that by developing an energy storage technology that is long duration and cost competitive. The Malta system is very simple. On the front end, as the electricity comes in, it basically operates a heat pump. What you're doing is taking the hot side and storing that in molten salt. And salt stores heat very well and you're taking the cold side and storing that in an antifreeze solution. And then when the electricity is needed to go back out to the grid, what you're doing is basically reversing that process. Quinnet is taking the largest form of energy storage today, which is called pump hydro storage, effectively running water up and down a hill. And we're just bringing that to regions where there are no hills and it's all flat terrain. For pumped hydro storage, the majority of the cost is building the dam and constructing on the side on the top of a mountain. With Quidnet's subsurface geomechanical pump storage, we take that cost and bring it down about an order of magnitude. Quidnet facility essentially involves a surface pond, a mechanical room, and a well. When the system is charging, water is pulled from the pond and pumped down into the well and kept at high pressure. When we're discharging, the high pressure water is allowed to come back up through the well, flowing through the turbine and back into the pond. Form Energy's bidirectional power plants are quite different from other kinds of energy storage. Lithium-ion is the one that most people know, whereas lithium-ion batteries are fantastic sprinters. You would never take a sprinter and ask that sprinter to run a marathon. 
In our case, what we are going after is a very different kind of race. And that marathon racer is a different electrochemical challenge to smooth out those intermittencies over long periods of time, days, weeks, or potentially even months. The bidirectional power plant operates under the same principles that any energy storage device does. You have a source of charging, and then it's discharged according to the value maximizing algorithm that, that we have developed. We use earth abundant elements, and we use elements which are non-toxic and very benign. Every day I can wake up and tell myself that I'm doing something about climate change, that I'm doing something that matters, that will matter to my children's generation. The window for solving these problems isn't that long. Being able to dedicate our capabilities to doing something about that is what fundamentally keeps us going. And it okay, so we saw three different companies there. And, and the last company, Form Energy, man, they, they talked about using regular elements. Well, what are they using? Iron air batteries are here and may have alter the future of energy. That's right. Iron air batteries are going to put lithium ion batteries out of business. Now, this is interesting. Form Energy is out of Massachusetts. But guess what Form Energy just did recently? They just bought land to build a plant in West Virginia for the energy grid. Where in West Virginia? one hour south of East Palestine in Weirton. And they bought the land from the West Virginia government. Why? Well, coal mines, steel, steel, iron ore. Okay, so what do we have here? We have this company that is going to want to build tons of these batteries and produce a grid. They want iron, salt, rare earth minerals to do this. They just bought the land from the West Virginian government and they knew Norfolk Southern was about to buy this land in East Palestine or all the way up from Cincinnati all the way down that this land is rich and abundant in coal mines, iron sulfides, rare earth minerals, salts. Oh, sorry, they can't hear you. My bad, I got to put you back on. And there we go. Okay, now you should hear. Sorry, I had to change the audio back over. Thanks, Barb. So this is what I want you to see. Who is the main financier of Form Energy? Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Bill Gates. Shocking. Bill Gates is the main financier. Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos are the main financiers of Form Energy. When this happened in Palestine, in East Palestine, I said to my husband, I said to my father, I said, who wants that land? Mm -hmm. That was the first thing that came to my, my head. But again, conspiracy theorist, I'm a conspiracy theorist, whatever. It, it all comes down to money. Everything always does. They're going to relocate those people. And they're yep. going to take, get the, get the, the land cheap. Yep. And what they're doing is this isn't just in Ohio and West Virginia. This oh, is sure everywhere. Rusty yeah. batteries could hold the key to Minnesotans' carbon-free power future. This is everywhere. Why? Why is Bill Gates buying up all the farmland? Well, did you ever notice that he's only buying up farmland next to a natural water source with underground well, aquifers? Because he's not stupid. Because right. water is. Why water is he buying is up all these? Uh, why is he buying up all these alternative energy solution companies? 
And then all of a sudden, you, you know, it, it's interesting. If you follow Bill Gates around, he comes out with a mystery meat. What? Right? A fake synthetically derived meat. Immediately after this product launches, meat skyrockets in price and all the cattle begin getting slaughtered. Like, oh my goodness, what a coincidence. Time for you to make some money there, Bill. Interesting enough, Bill Gates comes out with some synthetic egg powder. Synthetic egg powder. Hits the market, what happens? Oh, the chickens stop producing eggs. Price of eggs skyrocket. Oh my goodness. Now, we're seeing Bill Gates buy up all the farmland near natural aquifers and river sources right before a water crisis, as well as invest in all the companies that are producing green energy batteries, carbon non-emission batteries. And right when he does this, all of a sudden, all these old coal mines that are still, some of them are still active, have this massive ecological disaster. Not only an ecological disaster, Firstly, what's going to be affected in that whole 100-mile radius, 200-mile radius around East Palestine? Livestock? Crops? Farming? Anything living. Anything Water alive. source? Yeah. It's all done. It's yeah. all done. So what do people have to do now? They have to buy synthetic eggs, synthetic meat, and they have to buy their water from Bill Gates, and then they have to buy their batteries from Bill Gates. To me, it sounds like a monopoly being set up. Yeah, and if worse comes to worse, all the people move out of that area, and he has all the land. He buys all the land. And there's so, another I mean, point. It's yep. a win-win. Just saying. It's, you know, and the thing is, people, if people have been following Bill Gates for years, he tested all this stuff over in Africa. He, you know, with the vaccinated chickens and all mm-hmm. the goofy crap that he, or the vaccinating people and, and testing and yeah, he, he. It's not like he just comes up with this stuff. He he tests it a little in smaller areas, and then he makes it bigger and bigger, and then he expands it. I mean, he's he's a maniacal evil. I don't want to call him an evil genius. He's a he's like the guy in the Batman movie that you just want to see bumped off, right? And so I'm going to pull up this document right here. You guys can all go see this document. It'll be posted on our Substack in a day or so. Um, but if you want to find this document specifically that I'm about to show you, you can go to 2030truth.com. 2030truth.com will take you here, and you're going to see Agenda 21 is evil. Because originally, this was Agenda 21. Now, Roxy, do you remember Agenda 21? I do. This came out of the Kyoto Treaty, right? And yep. there was two parts. There was Agenda 21 moving the world towards sustainable development as well as something known as Codex Alimentarius, which meant to codify our food system. And really, this is where Monsanto's and so forth went in and started taking over all the heirloom seeds and producing GMO seeds that only could be utilized once and were patented. And this Codex Alimentarius was the takeover of our food supply. We're Agenda 21. We're setting the infiltration within the various administrations, the philanthropies getting all set up and funding the green agenda before it started. Now, after 2021, we switched to Agenda 2030, which is seven-year progression towards these the sustainable development. The problem is, is what happens in that seven years after Agenda 21 is complete, Agenda 2030, is that we fail. Humanity is bad for nature. Humanity has polluted this earth more times over than you could ever know. Humanity is corrupt. We cannot be trusted. You need to be pushed and concentrated in the 
15-minute smart cities. You need to be controlled. Nature is off limits to you. We'll do the farming with our robots. Ha ha ha. But in here is some great information. This was actually produced by one of our old hosts, uh, Guy Plus Beard. Yep. Guy Plus Beard put this together. Um, he did a fantastic job. And you can read about Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 in here. Um, talking about right here, the Great Reset. I'm not going to play it because oh, we, we can actually do this. Let, let's play this video real quick, this Great Reset video. i got to change the change the volume over. This is what we had to do before. Oh, yep, that's what we want. All right, let's play this video. We have an incredible opportunity to create entirely new sustainable industries, investing in nature as the true engine of our economy. The current global crisis has disrupted every aspect of our lives. But it has also presented us with an extraordinary opportunity, a chance to reset and accelerate efforts to improve the state of our world. Changing our current trajectory will require bold and imaginative action, together with determination and decisive leadership. In order to secure our future and to prosper, we need to evolve our economic model, putting people and planet at the heart of global value creation. If there is one critical lesson we have to learn from this crisis, we need to put nature at the heart of how we operate. We are on the verge of catalytic breakthroughs that will alter our view of what is possible and profitable within the framework of a sustainable future. We need nothing short of a paradigm shift, one that inspires action at revolutionary levels and pace. We simply cannot waste any more time. The only limit is our willingness to act. And the time to act is now. All right. That was the king himself telling you why we need to act now. And their, and their Gaia, yeah, and their Gaia worship. Um, listen, oil is a renewable resource. It is in so much abundance on this planet it's uncanny. What we are doing with the production of PV solar panels, wind turbines, is damaging the planet even more than you could ever imagine oil drilling is. Now, fracking, I don't agree with fracking. I think the fracking thing is kind of a little dangerous. But what we're seeing here is this progression in this move by these globalists. What did he say? The time is now. We cannot wait anymore. This is what you were talking about, Roxy, is like, it's happening, and I don't know if it, this is just like no, it's not. It, it's happening. They're moving this world towards systematic collapse because the best way to reset something is to reset the board. If you're playing a game, you pick that board up and you toss all the pieces off and you start off on a new board. This is what they're doing.
Oh, shit. You're, mute. You're muted. I'm sorry, Roxy. Oh, my goodness. I, you guys are going to kick my ass tonight. I'm, yep. I need Vince. Go ahead, Roxy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Roxy. I said what I find funny about all the people in this country that are complaining about slavery and um, giving retribution to the ancestors of slaves and everything are not are the same people that are promoting all these electronic cars, lithium batteries. Nobody is pointing out the fact that all these small children and people are dying in these foreign countries in these lithium mines. Right. All these environmentalists are killing people to produce these cars. No, this is all about money. That's all it's about. But they're not going to tell you that. This is all about in California. You just said oil is a renewable resource. We have it in abundance in California for years since they stopped my um, drilling oil off the coast of California. Oil is bubbling up through the sand on the beaches and they are and the environmentalists are the little tiny environmentalists are complaining because it's ruining the sea life. It's coming up and it's ruining, you know, the beaches because what happens if you don't release the pressure and you don't release the oil and use it, it's going to come up. That's what's happening. This is all about just refunneling money to where they want it to be. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do about whether or not there's enough oil on the planet or enough coal or pollution. It's about money. Well, it's all about control as well. Because with a, a a highly reduced electric grid, you can control the people massively. Yes. And so control. they don't tell you about the Uyghur um, slave systems that are utilized right. in China to actually produce solar panels. They don't tell you about the cobalt and lithium mines in Africa that dispose um, 500,000 metric tons of soil just to produce one lithium ion battery that is utilized with massive slave labor, human labor that are paid pennies. Oh yeah. Children paid pennies on the dollar working in toxic environments. Yep. They don't want to tell you any of that because it's all about, like you said, it's not just money, it's control and money. So we see this happening and we're reporting on it. So what do they do? Ready? U.S. to expand troop presence in Taiwan for training to assist against the China threat. Well, what does that mean? Well, there's a few points here. The Pentagon's vague threat to China over arming Russia. So the Pentagon has warned, warned China not to arm Russia. U.S. considers release of intelligence and China's potential arms transfer to Russia. What, What is going on here? China comes out and says, hey, we're going to start giving uh, Russia some, some arms and ammunition to, to fight the job in, uh, in, Ru- in Ukraine. And the United States says, you can't do that. You can't. We're against that. We're putting our foot down. How dare you? What? You just gave him Abram M1 tanks, depleted uranium rounds. You're, you're probably going to give him fighter jets. You've been giving them rounds, munitions, with missile defense systems, offensive missile systems. And China's chi- shaking in their shoes. Yeah, I'm China's sure. shaking in their shoes. Now, yesterday, Putin gave a speech. And in this speech, he said, the American dollar is dead. Why? Because the BRICS nations, all they have to do is say, hey, amongst the BRICS nations, we are putting sanctions on the United States of America. Done. Overnight. Collapse. Over. Yep. And Putin had just said, in his speech too, that only 
of the Russian economy was affected by the sanctions. It hardly touched them at all. Yep. So they keep telling us that these sanctions are working. They're not doing anything. And then Russia, they're just ahead of the game. Russia drops ominous warning about attack on a second country. Modolva dismissed the claims by Russian's defense ministry on Thursday that Ukraine saboteurs were prepping a false flag attack on the pro-Russia breakaway region in the country. The warning announced by the Russian defense minister's telegram account suggested the troops involved would dress up as Russians. As a pretext for the invasion, it was planned to stage an alleged offensive on Russian troops from the territory of Transnistria. The message warned referring to pro-Russian breakaway region of Moldova. Now, this is interesting because this comes two days after Russian intelligence officials go out there and release information that a UK nation has sent radioactive materials to Ukraine, of which Russian intelligence officials believe that Ukraine is setting up a false flag event to make it look like Russia used a tactical nuke against their people so that NATO can get involved in this. Immediately after Russian intelligence said that, a Russian general came out and said that wait until you have bombs flying over London. I wonder who that UK country was. England. Of course it was. You know, and every time I hear this stuff, I, I go back to, and I always say it, some of all fears. Mm-hmm. The speech where the Fourth Reich guy is giving it and he says, Hitler wasn't wasn't evil he was just stupid and i'm like what and you listen to the speech and he goes hitler tried to beat everyone himself we aren't going to make that mistake again what do you do you have a united states and you have russia fight each other and defeat each other and then you go in and you pick off the one that the weakened one who defeated the other Mm -hmm. it's you know it you watch it and you're just going, it's strategic. They're doing things. It's just so frustrating that people don't see what's going on. Yep. All right. So there's many ways that we can go tonight. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a lot of things. Who's the real president? I wonder. Uh, I, I My volume, I'm not going to go back and switch it back and forth. But uh, uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre today called Barack Obama president saying President Obama instead of Joe Biden. That was quite interesting uh, because I wonder who they're getting their daily briefings from because it's Mm -hmm. obviously not Joe Biden. Uh, Biden's economy, the house values plummet. Worst decrease since 2008, $2.3 trillion loss in the second half of 2022. The crash is in the Biden gang's efforts at home and abroad are a disaster for the country and the world. The past weekend, the... The credit card debt in the U.S. is the highest level ever. Americans have amassed nearly $1 trillion in credit card debts, and rates are nearing the highest levels as well. Inflation still sits at the highest rates of 40 years. Americans' wages are down. The American fabric is trying to make ends meet, and prices are going up. The housing market suffered the biggest drop since 2008. Home prices came crashing down, according to a new report from the real estate broking firm Redfin, which showed that the total value of U.S. homes tumbled from a record high of $47.7 trillion in June 2022 to $45.3 trillion at the end of the year. It declined to $2.3 trillion, or 4.9%. It marks the biggest drop in percentage terms since the 2008 financial crisis. Now you guys see why I was so focused on selling my house as fast as possible. Oh, yeah. And I did. I knew what you were doing. 
Oh, I, I saw it coming, and I'm like, oh, time to. I was telling, I was telling my wife like last year this time. I'm like, we need to sell the house. Where are we gonna live? I don't care. We need to sell the house. I would add almost hundred and fifty thousand dollars more. Because I mean, I got. So we went and looked at our first house that we sold. I bought it in 2010. I sold it in 2015. Okay. Um, I bought it for. You ready for this? Ninety thousand dollars. Yep, there you go. Bought my first house for ninety thousand dollars in Colorado. Uh, I sold it for two eighty. Not a, not not bad, right? Well, the one I talked about, I bought for sixty one. I sold for one hundred and seven. So, right. Yeah. But then I bought my second house for like a little over three hundred, and I sold that for double that. <laughs> but that's how you should. That's how when you buy houses, right. if you're in that upswing of the market. This is what yep. you should do. Every 10 years, you, you buy a new house yep. and you upgrade when your equity is double what your purchase price was. That way yep. you pay off your mortgage and you get equity back from that payoff. Plus, you get that cash. And if it doesn't exceed 250000 for an individual or 500000 for a, a, a family, then that's tax-free money. And every 10 yep. years, you can basically add to your retirement by flipping your house. And I'm well, I want to stay in this house for the rest of my life. Great. Like, you know, but... If you want to make some some easy cash and you're you're in the ability to do that, that's what I would be doing. But so that's kind of the way I look at it. Is I stay in a house for roughly five to ten years. Uh, hopefully, you buy at the bottom of the market. You wait the ten years so the market comes back up. You sell yep. and then do it again. But, um, and that's good economic, good financial advice. I'm telling you, I promise you, that's good financial advice. Yep. It is. Um. So, yeah, I'm happy I got out of my house. I'm happy that now I got uh, – I'm looking for land. And we were talking about this the other night. I actually yep. found 80, 80 acres here in uh, Minnesota that I want to go look at. It has water, stream running uh, – creek running through the land, um, big clearing, plus plenty of tree cover. Backs right up to BLM land. I'm excited. I want it, but I got to figure out how to how to do it correctly so it's you know the question of whether do you buy it under your own self or do you go out there formulate a trust buy it under a trust all this stuff so i'm, I'm trying to figure out the best ways to go about doing that um anyways conversation- so there's some ways you can save capital gains because you just sold your house mm-hmm. if you transfer it into land within well that'd be a 1031 it, yeah 1031 that'd be a 1031 exchange and that only matters if that money's taxable so if I actually oh, have tax, oh. uh, capital gains. So the way the IRS works in the sense of selling a home is if you've lived in that home over two years and it was your primary residence for that two years. If you're an individual, you are um, free up to $250,000. A married couple is free up to $500,000. So if you make $500,000 off your home sale or $499,999, then that is free money you you get to take that oh, okay. go with there it. you go oh yeah you don't have to pay That's taxes right. on it you just have yep. to claim it but it's you don't have to pay taxes on it now it's five hundred thousand and one dollars you got to pay one dollar you got to pay tax on one dollar there right. you go right so th- that's one good thing that's still there in our country in the sense of of real estate this is why a lot of people flock to real estate because it's a really good investment especially with that 1031 right. exchange um is that you can keep on rolling this into new properties new properties new properties yep. and this I is just, where your capital comes from we're selling the land that we're selling i just learned about all of that so yep yep all right confirmed as we suspected all along <clears throat> New video proves Capitol Police on January 6th started firing on the innocent crowd without warning and against the law injuring numerous individuals. 
Wow. And we don't need to hear the audio, but we can watch the video. That is really, really hard to watch right there. But listen, this is before any of this ever started. And you heard the Metro PD officer last night saying we were set up. They put less of us here than was actually needed for a reason. And they turned and utilized a violent response. And this is going to be interesting how this turns out. I'm pretty sure congressional investigations are going to be set on this. Oh, there's going to be. We're going to investigate this and. You know, I've lost all faith in Congress. Until Congress actually starts issuing subpoenas and issuing criminal referrals to the DOJ, starts impeaching Joe Biden, bringing Hunter Biden to justice and all this stuff, I, I, I don't want to listen to them. I don't care to listen to them. And I just want to set out a warning to, our, to the governments of, the, of this country is that you are on watch. We are watching your every move. And you need to be very, very careful in the way you tread in the next few months leading up to the 2024 election. Because we have your name, we have your number, and here's the thing. If you're not about America, the Constitution, your oath, freedom, liberty, justice, if you're not for the American people, if you are selling out to Russia and Ukraine, if you're selling out to China, we know who you are. This is this is what I'm talking about. This is bullshit, Roxy. You know that video that you played of uh, Boudiga yesterday? Um, being the reporter tracking him down. Plug, and plug, he, plug, yeah. Yeah, I call him Booty Gig. Um, he said to the reporter when he was done talking to her, can I get my picture with you? Why do you think that is? Glenn Beck was talking about this today. Why do you think that is? Oh, he was taking a picture oh, of track her. her down. Yeah, he was giving it yeah. to the DOJ. Yeah, so he can track her down so they can monitor her and what she's doing and everything else. That should scare the hell out of every single American. Mm-hmm. He did it on camera, he knew he did it, and he didn't care. Yep, 100%. Elon Musk on when people will admit COVID response was a scam, it's coming. Elon Musk has claimed that, uh, Zuby says here, when will everybody admit the whole COVID-19 pandemic response was a scam? Elon Musk said it's coming. He's talking about the Fauci files that will be coming out soon, and uh, apparently the rumor is is that this proves 100% that this was a scam. And they're waiting, obviously, waiting to release this. And so this is going to be real interesting. And then here's some bad news for Biden. Games up, MAGA20 wants the receipts for $113 billion in taxpayer dollars laundered through Kiev. 
Chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer, has written to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, and U.S. Aid Administrator Samantha Powers to demand a full accounting of the $113 billion in taxpayer funds the Biden regime has provided the corrupt regime in Kiev. Now, isn't it interesting, U.S. Aid Administrator Samantha Power, who was critical component in the coup in 2014 in uh, Ukraine. So we will see what's going to happen here. Um, I, I hope that people like Comer and so forth, they move forth with what they're doing and they actually get this and they get this you know, information. We can see where this money's being spent. We've all wanted to know and start to see things happen. So every day we got news and we got the Twitter file drops and we got supposedly, you know, the January 6th stuff was given to Tucker Carlson supposedly, but it's coming out all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like more people got it than just Tucker Carlson. You got the hearings in Congress, but we want to see this stuff come out, but we also want to see people punished and pay for it. Who's doing it? We got to stop this. And that's the part that we're not seeing. Right. And you're right. We're watching and they know we're watching, but just he just hearings aren't going to appease the American people. We want to see the Biden family punished and not allowed to be in politics. We want the money back. We want to know where our money went. I, I agree. We want to know where our money went and we want people to be held responsible, including this guy. Hunter misses the midnight, midnight deadline to turn over business records at oversight committee. Subpoenas are coming. Hunter Biden missed the midnight deadline to provide his oversight business dealing to, the, uh, to his overseas business dealings to the House Oversight Committee. This sets the stage for the subpoena from the House Oversight Committee. Committee Chair James Comer, again, also wants documents from Joe Biden's brother, James. Comer says the documents will shed light on the business family's influence peddling, which most likely um, break RICO and FARA laws. So this will be interesting to see how that pans out. But it's not looking good for the Biden family. They are become a liability to the United States of America. And now we're seeing that Joe Biden is probably not going to run in 2024. And the Democrats are racing to get a candidate. Uh, Gavin Newsom? Yeah. Big Mike? Well, I think it's going to be Gavin Newsom and Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Really? Oh, God. Stacey Abrams, she can't even win the governor election. I think it's going to be the white guy on the stage looking white, like a white supremacist, the black woman on the stage uh, screaming racism, and then just like Joe and Kamala, and then after Newsom wins, Stacey Abrams will join him as the VP. Newsom. Yep. Missouri Attorney General files paperwork to remove Soros-funded circuit attorney Kim Gardner from office. Uh, Kim Gardner may be the most radical Soros-funded circuit attorney in the nation today. Uh, one of the largest funders of her campaign was George Soros. Kim Gardner is intolerable to two, uh, that two dozen attorneys and more than one-third of the trial lawyers left the office when she took over in 2017. Recently, Gardner refused to put a man charged with hitting high school student and volleyball player Janae Edmondson back in jail even though he violated the conditions of his bond more than 50 times. A repeat offender went to hit a Tennessee teenage volleyball player walking in St. Louis City last week, and the young girl lost her legs after she was pinned to another vehicle. The driver never should have been on the street, and Missourians are furious, and now the attorney general is moving to remove her. Good. But I'm pretty sure the Missouri attorney general is Soros-approved as well. I'm stunned. Yeah. When is that guy going to die? This is interesting right here. Bill introduced to ban Federal Reserve from issuing CBDCs. House Majority Whip Tom Emmer, my congressman actually, 
uh, on Wednesday introduced legislation to prevent the Federal Reserve from issuing central bank digital currencies, which he and others say could surveil Americans' financial activity. Today, I introduced the CBDC Anti-Surveillance State Act to halt efforts of unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. from stripping Americans of the right to financial privacy. Wow. I actually agree with this rhino on this one. Don't know if it'll ever get approved, but I agree with it wholeheartedly. Republican senators have reduced in, uh, legislation prohibiting the IRS from conducting financial surveillance on Americans. And so I think this is probably talking about uh, the same thing. But, oh, nope, this is different. So 31 Republican senators co-sponsored and reintroduced a bill on Wednesday that would ban the Internal Revenue Service from conducting surveillance on financial affairs of American taxpayers. The prohibiting IRS Financial Security Act was originally produced in 2021 as a response to President Biden's new proposed new requirements that would have directed the IRS to collect a private transaction information on virtually every American. The proposed rule would require banks to provide the IRS information about customer accounts with annual withdrawals or deposits over $600, affecting the estimated 100 million households and millions of business accounts. The new legislation would protect taxpayers by prohibiting such requirements from ever being implemented. Current federal mandates under the Bank Secrecy Act require banks to report cash transactions above $10 thousand dollars to detect money laundering and other crimes the rationale is that such thresholds are sufficiently high that they're not likely to ensnare middle income or lower income individuals and businesses and so this is another good news i mean two good financial news is right there trying to stop cbdc's and irs surveillance now what happened with um janet yellen today oh janet yellen was giving a speech and it's ahead of some Another one of these, I don't know, UN World Conference. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows? She's out there talking. And apparently, she's toting the Biden line saying, you know, we're in it to win it. We're in it till the end for the Ukraine. And over the next couple months, we expect to be giving Ukraine another $10 billion. Biden just committed to another mil- uh, $1 billion. She's saying over the next couple months, another $10 billion. Mm-hmm. And she also came out and said that the IMF needs to hurry up and get loans issued immediately to Ukraine. Now, if people don't know, the IMF has been issuing loans to banks in Ukraine, Ukrainian state national banks. After they issue these loans, the banks go defunct after that money's embezzled out to various different uh, oligarchs and other institutions. Like the videos we've been seeing where they're running out of the country suitcases full of money. She also scolded China, and I'm sure China's really shaking in their shoes that Grandma Yellen is, you shouldn't be doing that. Right, and and I think that we have to take the advice of James Madison here. James Madison in Federalist 46 talked about two ways that the people can curve a tyrannical and oppressive government, especially when it comes to radicalized spending. Let's stop giving them our money. Let, let's go on a, a great American tax protest. I can't see people putting up with it. You, you know what? I think it's going to be hard for people, though. Because they have to do it through their employer. Yes. They have yes. to stop their, their, w, their w, uh, W2s. They'd yep. have to go in there and everybody would have to change their W2s. And what will happen is once people start doing it. They're going to stop it. They're going to they're be like, oh, you can't do that. Nope, we're not issuing you that. That's what will happen. Yep. But I'm telling you, I think we need a, a massive tax protest in this country. 
Now, if people are out there like, you can't do that, that's against the law. No, actually, uh, the income tax is voluntary, by the way, if people didn't know this. The 16th Amendment is not illegal, but it had produced no new taxes, according to a 1918 Supreme Court case. Also, the word income, as derived from an 1892 court case, is defined as profits or gains from business transactions, which are not wages or income. The Supreme Court, even in 1902, issued that wages were still exempt from taxation under federal law. And by the way, the 16th Amendment said no new laws were, no new taxation was created. So we're not even supposed to be paying this. I think it's time for a national tax strike. I would love to see that. Yep. I really would. Because, hey, Joe, you know how you're saying you want to give the Ukraine so they got some money in their pockets? I'd like some money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The, and someone just said, you know the best way to do it? Is nobody file on April 15th. That Everybody be- just stop filing. Good luck with that. I don't see it happening, but... Well, you know what? If, if, enough, if millions of people didn't file on April 15th, that would send a message. That would send a message. I'm going to... Actually, i got some big friends in some high places. I'm going to talk to them, see what they think about this. The problem is, the IRS scares people. Mm-hmm. It scares people. And that's why those 88,000 new IRS agents scared the hell out of people. And that was the first thing the Republican Congress did when they came in. But guess what? The IRS is still there and they're still taking your money. They just didn't get more agents to take more of your money. And so RPG said, I get refunds. I'm filing. Um, Well, firstly, what you need to do is you need to go into your tax forms at your job and stop giving the government extra money. Exactly. Stop. You don't want to get your refund. You don't want want to keep your money. This isn't a savings account. Right. Right. So the only way, the only reason you get refunds is because you overpaid. Right. Stop overpaying. And they're holding, and they're holding your money all year. You should keep your money. Yep. Okay. Dr. McCullough put this out today. Dissolution of the spike protein by natokinase, the holy grail of COVID-19 vaccine detoxification. Far and away, the most common question I get from those who took one of the COVID-19 vaccines is, how do I get it out of my body? The mRNA uh, adenoviral DNA products were rolled out with no idea of how or when the body would ever break down the genetic code. The synthetic mRNA carried on lipid nanoparticle appears to be resistant to breakdown by human ribonucleics uh, by design, so the product would be long-lasting and produce a protein product of interest for considerable time period. This would be an advantage for the normal human protein being replaced in a rare genetic deficiency state. However, it is a big problem when the protein is pathogenic, uh, SARS-CoV-2 spike. The uh, adenoviral DNA, Janssen, should be, uh, should broken down by deoxyribonuclease. However, this has not exhaustively studied. He goes on to say, this leaves dissolution of spike protein as a therapeutic goal for the vaccine injury. With the respiratory infection, spike pro, uh, the spike is processed and activated by cellular protease, including transmembrane, sarin, protein 2, TMPR, SS2, casparin, furin. With vaccination, these systems may be avoided by systematic administration and production of the spike protein with the cell walls. He goes on to say, uh, natokinase is an enzyme that's produced by fermenting soybeans with bacteria Bacillus subtilis avar. Natto and has been available as an oral supplement. It degrades fibrogen factor 7 cytokines and factor eight and has been studied for cardiovascular benefits out of all the available therapies I have used in my practice. And among all the proposed detoxification agents, I believe natokinase and related peptides 
hold the greatest promise for patients at this time. Well, there you go, guys. This is real science. This is a real genius in action. And yes, I will republish these links tonight. You guys can find them. I'm actually going to start putting the links out on our Substack. So make sure you're subscribed to our Substack to get those. And by the way, there's uh, so for all the dioxins and stuff like that for the people in Al at East Palestine or off the Ohio River Valley for water. Uh, there's a few things here. Sea uh, seaweed accelerates ex uh, excretion of dioxins stored in rats and most likely your body. Um, the city uh, the city is using mushrooms to clean up dioxin laden site. So mushrooms as well, a great detoxifying agent. And then chlorella accelerates dioxin excretion in rats. And so. Uh, Mushrooms, fungus, as well as algae, seaweed, corella, these types of things are great detoxifying agents when it comes to dioxins, which are one of the byproducts of those uh, carbon, benzenes, and chlorides, and so forth. Uh, new report here, DOD conspired with Communist China to unleash COVID vaccine bioweapons on citizens. We've known this. Former pharmaceutical industry executive Sasha uh, Latapova has come forward with damning information linking the DOD and Pfizer's Wuhan coronavirus vaccine scheme to the Chinese Communist Party. Government documents obtained by Latipova show that the DOD partnered with the CCP-linked drug company to develop and distribute a biological warfare agents marketed as COVID-19 vaccines. It is curious that the U.S. DOD awarded $10 billion to the venture whose substantial equity and IP is a Chinese Communist Party. Over the year, Latipova has dropped numerous bombshells, revelations of the world pertaining to the Wuhan coronavirus. Vaccines are all a scam. And this is interesting. I mean, this is collaborating with the enemy. That, that's what that is, collaborating with the enemy. The DOD was collaborating with the Chinese Communist Party. So Barb Evans asks, is it against the law not to file? No, that's actually true. Uh, so... There is no law that states that you have to file. Income taxes are voluntary. That says it directly in the tax code. I'm not a tax lawyer. Don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Maybe we'll do a show next week that just covers that specifically. That'd be great. I've heard that. I'm just not brave enough to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about this one yesterday. Study reveals Bill Gates' fake meat causes turbo cancers in humans. Now, isn't this interesting? Because we have turbo cancers coming up two times. Once in the vaccinated and then with fake meat, which the vaccinated, who are primarily liberals, are more prone to be eating this fake meat. And so you got to wonder, was this made to exasperate, exasperate the turbo cancers? And you got to wonder why synthetic meat creates turbo cancers. You want to know why, Roxy? Could it be, did they have COVID or the vaccine in there? No. They are cancer. How oh. do you how do you get a a synthetic cell to reproduce itself or a meat a fake meat to reproduce oh. itself? Oh, oh, because mm. they are cancers. Never thought about that. Ugh, yuck. So they're they're plant based cancers. Oh, mm. like yummy! Plant tumors, yummy, yummy! Mm. Plant tumors. Oh my soiling goodness, green, soiling green, good. soiling green. All right, guys. I'm going to oh. go into here. Oh, I'm not going to have it over there. I'm going to go to Rumble, and we have uh, Gump $1. It's time we file exempt. Thank you so much, Gump. Ooh, that's a great idea. That's good. Yeah, everybody yeah, just remember, file exempt. Remember that uh, the movie Brewster's Millions where they did the campaign? Uh, none of the above. None of the above. Vote none there of the above. There should be a file exempt. Just file exempt. 
Yep. The great well, tax protest of 2023. File I like exempt. I like it. <clears throat> What's your reasoning for filing exempt? We're pissed off. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no record of allocation of usage of funds. Taxation without representation. Taxation without representation. Yeah. Ooh, we. I, I'm gonna have to put some thought into this because mm. I I own the domain ustaxprotests.com. Ooh. Ooh. I like the. Just now I'm now now I'm gonna get targeted by the IRS. Watch. <laughs> FBI Jim's out there listening. All right. Let me go over to Pilled and guys. Pilled. I'm so sorry. Here you guys go. Releasing the scratch and boom. There it is. Uh, thank you for all the donations that have came in on Pilled. Thank you for all the donations that have came in on DLive, Facebook, and Rumble. Thank you guys all for that. Um, let me go into here real quick. I'm going to release this guy. Distribute rewards. So you guys go on DLive. Um, you know, with everything happening in the world today, guys, I'm telling you, just be prepared. Be prepared for everything and anything. Um, what the heck? Oh, went off the wrong... And so right here, they saw the President's Day blowout sale going on on My Patriot Supply. Uh, Three-month emergency food supply, plus you get $200 in free gear. I'm actually going to purchase this one here in the, in the next day or so, uh, the three-month supply. They have the Alexa Pure water purification system. They have MREs. They have their, uh, their Vesta self-powered indoor space heater and uh, grills. They got lots of good stuff on here. Go check them out. My, uh, it's redpills.tv slash patriot. Redpills.tv slash Patriot. That's the best way to get on over there. That's going to help benefit the Red Pill Project and everything we do here, as well as you and your family, by giving you getting you guys prepared for what is coming down. And it is definitely coming down. Uh, we're, we're seeing this happen all over the place now. It's no joke. It's, it, it's a concern. America is under attack, and we have to stand as we the people. 100% have to stand as we, the people. And if you guys didn't yet, and you guys are interested, getgoldtoday.com. That's Dr. Kirk Elliott. I need to have him back on the Daily Dose. You can go on over here, getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com. And when you go in here, you'll see my ugly mug come up there, and you can scroll down, and right here, it says corporate office, call us. There's that phone number, 720-605-3900. If you call after hours, if you call right now, you can leave a voicemail and they'll get back to you tomorrow. But 720-605-3900, let them know that Josh is the one that sent you um, and get that gold and silver. I'm about to buy a little bit too. I got some extra cash and uh, I highly recommend everybody else do the same because I think we're headed towards a minimum of 10 days of darkness. I truly do believe that we're heading into 10 days of darkness, 10 days without electricity, 10 days without access to your cash, your money, food. Keep some cash on hand. No local farmers. No C, uh, You guys, if you have CSAs around you, join a CSA to where you can go and pick up your, your veggies and your eggs and all that stuff. Um, find a local rancher where you can get deals or butcher, where you can get deals to where you can just go in and say, hey, look, if shit hits the fan, then... You know, what do I need to do to, to get some meat? And he'd be like, ah, bring me a few ounces of silver. We'll be good. This is the start of st kind of stuff that you need to be talking about. Here in Minnesota, there's talk that the, um, the radical Senate and Congress that just came in in the House here is going to try to take away our guns. 
And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stand up to the forefront of that arm to the fucking teeth. I got a lot of friends here in Minnesota that are already talking about this. And it's funny, too, because a lot of them are within the Muslim community. And they're, they're, they're all against what's happening in this country. They know what it's like when their guns get taken away. Yep, they are. But And you're in hunting territory. Good luck in Minnesota, Wisconsin, anywhere in the Midwest where people hunt. It ain't going to fly. I agree. I agree. And for everybody out there, don't forget our Substack, redpillproject.substack.com. You can go on over there and check us out. Um, how do I get to the... Oh, there it is. So if you go on over here... Oh, wrong one. Okay, hold on. If you go on over here uh, to our Substack, redpillproject.substack.com, we have the Red, Tri- Red Pill Project Preparation Survival. Um, was published by Summer earlier today. This is a recap of our last Sunday's meeting. This Sunday's meeting is at 5 p.m. Eastern time. It's through Zoom. You have to be a member of the Social Red Pill to get on there. Um, but if you go into here, it's got a whole write-up of, uh, of, of Chris and Stacy and Rosemary, of everything, JTAC, what they all put out and their information, a lot of what Rosemary put out as well on a PDF. Uh, as well as we have other great things. Multi-Domain Battlefield Part 1, Stolen Secrets, is out. Uh, part 2 is still being written. I'm waiting for feedback from General Flynn before I get that. Um, I'm working on a few more blogs right now, but great thing. We're going to be posting all the links of tonight's show on this Substack. so if you want to keep up to date with that. And then also go on over to socialredpill.com if you're not a member. Socialredpill.com, completely free to join socialredpill.com. And uh, tonight there's always a Zoom going on over there for those who want to join in on that. And so if you go to socialredpill.com, I got the black background right here. But if you go in here and you go to events on the left-hand column right here, the events tab, the left-hand column, you'll see Social Red Pill Zoom. That's every night right after this show. There's people in there, and you can join that for absolutely free just being a free member on socialredpill.com. So much love, respect. God bless you guys. Roxy, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thanks for Uh, having me. Working on a guest for tomorrow night on Conversations on the Fringe. It's going to be potentially a really good guest who might be talking about mini ice ages and how we are currently in one right now. And uh, this could be a fun show. But I'll keep you guys updated. If not, we'll see what we can do for a show. We'll definitely have one tomorrow night. We'll see you guys on Conversations on the Fringe. Uh, no more morning coffee for quite a few days until Vince gets back. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. Have a good night. Talk to you soon. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. (laughs) I I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.